Aberdeen is... She never rests. Our puppy is supposed to sleep. <laughs> Welcome to episode 8 of the Anchor Me Farm podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Kara. And we came up with a topic a few seconds ago. Yeah, it's hard to think about. I mean, there's so many topics, but... um. We're exhausted. So. Pick one and talk about it for an hour right now. It's basically like, what's for dinner? I mean, it's the day, age-old question, right? <laughs> Not really for most people. Well, when you have a chef in the house, what's for dinner becomes this, this incredible puzzle that must be solved instead of just having something for dinner. It's a big decision, and she worries about it all day. Yeah, because I don't like eating the same thing over and over again. If we're left out to you, we'd have grilled cheese every night. Sometimes just to troll her, I'll go, oh my god. She's like, what, what, what? I'll go, what are we going to have for dinner? And she's like, I don't know. It's hard, especially when I have no energy to cook anything. But you want to make this awesome meal. So it's like, mm. So are we talking about... Just cleaning houses or physical labor in general? I mean, we can do both. They're kind of one and the same. It's okay. springtime, so it means there's a little extra labor-intensive stuff cleaning up after winter. Let's go through cleaning the animal houses first. Okay. So you have these wooden buildings. Or barn or whatever or barn or whatever for us it's these little wooden buildings like you get from a shed place like an eight by ten or an eight by eight or in the, the case of the goats it's a ten by twenty it's a large one and in order to protect the floor because we're actually thinking about the far future we want the floor to last as long as possible Kara paints it with this like this exterior paint some kind of stuff that's rubbery or what was well, it? Well, I tried the rubber stuff before, the, but once it, 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 it doesn't work, bottom line. It peels up and then... Hooves get to it and claws get to it. Or ducks get it sopping wet and then it just peels up. So it doesn't work. Don't, don't waste your money. It's like $50 a can. Don't waste your money. I think it's called Blue Max or something. So instead, I just, for the goat house last year, I just painted four layers of exterior paint. And then it'll just be a yearly tradition of <clears throat> painting floors. Why, yeah. you may ask? Because dry rot happens and you want to keep your buildings for a while. So... And we don't have the money to repair floors. I'd rather just spend the 25 bucks on a can of paint. And it's all about time at this point. If you've heard the, the if you can hear the coughing through the microphone, our 16 year old pug is here. We're, he's we're almost the, 17. He's almost 17. Oh my yeah, God. April, April 20th. Yikes. <laughs> so he has, he coughs a little bit. He's, uh, he's got issues. He's got what's called a narrow, what was it, narrow airway. Yeah. So it's easy for him to get the air in, but it's hard to get it out. And it hasn't been a problem until he got really old. So we have him on some medication for it. And, of course, we're on the couch again. 
It's our only time to relax, and the dogs have to be on us, so. And we chose a window of time when the dogs tend to be a little more dormant. <laughs> so that's why you're going to hear the occasional dog noise. Always. I mean, it, it's just part of our lives, so. So to get back to the buildings, we're, we're thinking about, like, how many years is that floor going to last? And... Honestly, for the goats or even the chickens, it could be a long, long time. For the ducks, that's where your problem is. Yeah. Now, now, we're going to be careful with ours, but uh, for, for our ducks, because we don't have separate pastures, we don't have our property, uh, we don't have enough fenced out to have animals in separate places. So they all commingle. And... Even if we did have it all cleared out, it's on a slope, and we wouldn't want things to be far away and down a long hill. Yeah, and the ducks, like, hang out with the goats and vice versa, I think. Except the goats sometimes trample the ducks, but... Well, I mean, not physically, but... But, yes, physically. <laughs> we haven't had any ducks, like, get hurt or die from that. But... No, there's just been a few yells and be like, what the heck? Yeah, the, the, basically, it's ducks going, I'm walking here. It's mostly when there's <laughs> treats involved, but there's the occasional, dude, you're under me, you're on me, get off my wing or something. So Yeah, uh, but we have them all <laughs> together. And that means we can't feed the ducks during the day because the goats will eat all their food. Goats are very greedy. Yes, and they're not allowed to eat bird food. They're greedy, smart curious parkour experts and they will get all the food so the our ducks and this is unusual a lot of people feed the ducks during the day and have them separated but for us we feed the ducks at night in their house so we've got uh, some rubber mats that Kara found at Home Depot yes so I know a lot of people have suggested like stall mats but if you're 100 pounds, they're kind of heavy to lift. I got a couple to try, and it's just it's too much. It's just too much. So they're, they're too thick. They're Thick is good, but if they're too heavy to move, what's the point? Because you got to move them because no matter how careful you are, there's going to be pee or water or something gets under them, so you got to pull them out or lift them to clean under. So... No, but these mats from Home Depot, the prices have now raised, of course. I think they're now like $24, $25. So you get them onesie-twosie. You get a couple, yeah. you get another. You spread it out. But they work really well. They're thin enough, but big enough to cover some surface area. And they keep the water mostly just on the mats. The goats have decided to come to the back door to we're, say hi. We're next to a big sliding glass door, and the goats are there. And Kasla has decided that they are... She forgets they live here. Yeah, they're invaders. Kasla is our middle child, and she's kind of... She's she's not the brightest. She's got some issues. She's She's basically got extremely powerful senses, like her ears are... She can hear a car door close in New Hampshire, and that's Kara pouring her Sorry. cider. <laughs> but Kasla can hear 
things in New Hampshire and thinks it's very important to tell us tell us about them. So she's very neurotic. There, there was one time I put on a face cover because I was going to go outside in the winter cold. And this as soon as recently, I recently, this is pretty recently. <laughs> I covered my face with the face cover, and Castle jumped up and started barking at me because I was a bandit. <laughs> some dude was in the house. Yeah. And she ran all the way across the room and got closer and realized, oh, oh, it's you. Yeah. And it's like, come on. She's got a lot of issues. If there were, if we could afford a pet shrink, she would definitely be the first candidate to go. But well, a dog trainer. No, I don't think a dog trainer could is help that, her. Is that a real, a pet shrink? Is that a real thing? It feels like a, like a behavioral scientist, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Something, but she is our rescue dog. So I feel like somebody that up. knows what they're doing would call themselves a dog trainer or a behavioral scientist. But Maybe. if they call themselves a pet psychiatrist, I would be very suspicious. Well, unless you're like dealing with rich people or... Oh, yeah. Well, in that case, I'm a pet psychic with Reiki <laughs> massage. And that's a victimless crime. If a rich person thinks you got energy powers and they want to yeah. pay you, then all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, we've the mats. Back to the yeah. mats, yeah. So, so the the ducks have their little water bowls. We buy them from home. From, sorry, from Tractor Supply, and I don't know how much they hold. It's just like a little rubber bowl for. Yeah. Well, in the winter, we use the rubber bowls so they don't break or freeze, right? So, Are we going to switch up in summer or keep going? Well, you want to try out the. Duckling thing holder water. We'll get to that. That's the waterer. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, the the rubber bowls basically are there because they can freeze entirely. They're not going to break, and you can flip them over and just kick them and get the ice out. And you want you don't want anything too big because the ducks will still swim in them, even though yeah. the mallards still tend to swim in them. But at least it's not. So you, you want something large enough for them to stick their face in so they can clean their eyes. The, their the ducks, their nostrils and their eyes, and wash their mouth out. Uh, but you don't want something big enough that the ducks will go swim in and yeah. poo in. So we have these, like, it, I think it's eight, no, no, two, four, six, yes, eight uh, yeah. water bowls. And we have them in bus tubs. Yeah, bus tubs from Sam's or your local restaurant supply store. Although Sam's is probably cheaper, but so the the they can splash the water out of the bus tubs, uh, out of the bowls and in, into the bus tubs, and then they splash it out of there onto the floor, and just whatever shenanigans happen at night, all the bedding on the floor near the door around the water is soaking wet. So they splash the water around. They I mean, they're ducks. They're, they're the ducks. messiest Partially, beings. they might rinse their mouth out and have some residual water that drips out, too. Yeah. So everything is always wet. So in our duck house, because we have the animals commingling and we can only feed them at night, and you can't feed a duck unless you give the duck water. Yes. They, they could choke. They have to be able to rinse their mouth out. So we get, it gets humid in there. Yeah. And it's a problem, and that means we got to look out for mold a lot more. we got to look out for all the problems that moisture brings. And the only way to avoid that for us is if we were to have a different property where we could pasture out the ducks away from the goats and everything else. Yeah. So the way we're laid out, this is what we got. 
a lot of people are going to find that. And, and if somebody comes to you and says, well, I would just do X, Y, Z. Well, where do they live? What's the land like? Are they on level ground? Do they, How much money do they have? How much money? That, yeah. So, so well, we had infinite amount of money. We could build in like this dehumidifying system and these exhaust fans and do a whole deal. But we yeah. do not. So therefore, it is what it is. I haven't actually done this to a person a live person in a long time. <laughs> but there have been times in my life where somebody's telling me that I should do all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, cool, when are you writing the check? And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, the check you're going to write so that I can pay for all this. You're, you're going to pay for that, right? You, you have the money and you're going to give me the money to do all this, right? Like, what? What? No, I'm not writing a check. Oh, I guess you'll be shutting up then. Yeah. And I haven't said that to a person to their face in many years, but it's happened. <laughs> that's just crazy because people will give you advice that's basically like go spend a bunch of money yeah it's like well and, and, you know if we had it sure but and, and they don't think that hey you know what we thought of that too except we don't have the money yeah <laughs> so that thing that you thought of in the first split second maybe other people also think of that in the first split second and maybe they've already addressed it so if Pause. it's the obvious choice, we probably thought of it and just can't do it. <laughs> now, because I'm me, I don't want to... There's a non-zero chance that I actually haven't thought of it, so I don't want to, like, totally close the door. Just be cool about it. Like, well, I mean, I'm not an expert on this. I don't live on a farm, but it seems like, could you do X? Just be nice about it. Mm -hmm. Instead of being authoritative and telling me what I ought to do. Just like, couldn't you do X? And then if I say we thought of that, but... No, this is why. Ah, oh, okay. Because people don't have infinite money. And everybody's farm is different and the land is different. Especially if you live in a place like Maine where we have all kinds of different terrain depending upon where you're at. Yeah, that makes it hard. Yeah, there's going to be rocks. There's going and We have hills. There's going to be a lot of trees. This is, I don't know if it, it's the pine tree state, but there's a lot of different kind of trees. Yeah, there's a lot of different, a lot of maples. Also known for maple syrup in Maine. I mean, New England, really. But. It's weird coming from South Carolina and landing in Maine because in South Carolina, we see so many pine trees. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in the pine tree state and there's more diversity in the tree population than there is that I've seen. Yeah, we don't really, I mean, we have, I don't know if they're actually pine trees. We got these really tall pine looking trees. I don't like think they're actually. spruce or. Yeah. But the branches are way up high, so the goats can't get to them, which is a bummer. But They get to the ones they can reach. Yeah. And I think it's a spruce that has branches from the bottom to the top sticking out in every direction. And when I was building a fence past one, I had to chainsaw through a whole bunch of branches just to kind of carve a path. And I, on that particular spruce I'm thinking of, I just cut all the branches up to like 8 or 10 feet with a pole saw. And so you can actually walk around the tree. Every one of those branches was a treat for the goats. They oh, had, yeah. They love pines. One of their favorites. And it's a... Any kind of relative of pine. Natural dewormer. But be careful. I know a lot of farms ask for Christmas tree. You're, like the old Christmas trees when you're done with them. But you've got to be careful because if they're from anywhere besides cutting down yourself or a local farm... They probably have pesticides on them. so. Yeah, you want to make sure there's no tinsel, nothing like that. So 
Here's Brian Dern editing again. For some reason, I kept getting confused during this podcast episode about deciduous trees and evergreen trees. I, I know what I was thinking, but the wrong words kept coming out. Deciduous trees are the trees that lose their leaves, the ones that get bare during the winter. The pines and the spruces and all the stuff we're talking about feeding to the goats are the evergreens. And the reason we talk about them that way is because during the winter, you can still give those to the goats. During the summer, uh, the deciduous trees are also very, very tasty. There's a few that goats can't have, but most of them aren't native to Maine. Just find the species, find out if it's safe for your goats before you feed them, but most of the time you're fine. So deciduous, leaves falling, evergreen, leaves all year round, or, or needles all year round. Back to the podcast. Sometimes um, somebody gets sent outside the fence to go get <laughs> a tree for the goats. Yes. Well, <laughs> somebody... <laughs> Back to the original subject again. Sorry, we keep we'll orbit we'll orbit back to it like Haley's comet. Mm -hmm. The the duck house has all the moisture problems. The other houses have fewer problems because moisture is not an issue, but or not as much of an issue. Yeah, they all. Casla is she disagrees. <laughs> She's upset about it. So the goats also have the mats under their water because they have buckets of water. Two buckets for them is really. All they need, unless it's warm water. And these are the handle buckets yeah, from Tractor Supply. Yeah, the big ones, like gallon yeah. buckets. Yeah, and then the chickens actually have their whole floor uh -huh. and their main coop is all uh -huh. the rubber mats. Just so uh -huh. when they land, it, it's not so hard on their little feet. And Kara is very <laughs> paranoid about the longevity of the floors. Well, yeah. Which is good because, I mean, look, if you're going to get five years out of th out of something or you're gonna get 15 years out of something which do you want yeah it's hard we worry about stuff a lot there, there's if there's a lot of moisture you're gonna want to take some time in the summer and like in our duck house now the the baker's dozen house we call it uh, because of a particular batch of ducks we had it was 12 ducks you ordered plus a mallard that we had hatched yeah. that we had incubated Ferns. Ferns, yeah. <laughs> and now he grew up with them, and now he is he doesn't hang out with the other mallards. He hangs out with them. Luckily, because our mallards have just gone rogue lately. They're just all over. <laughs> well, it's spring. <clears throat> but with the, with the duck house, here's the trick. We don't have another building to put the ducks in. So when we paint stuff, we have to do it in small patches. Yeah, I have to wake up. First thing in the morning with them, as soon as the sun's up, get it all cleaned out, paint it, let it dry overnight, and then do it all over again, like three or four times in a row to get it done. Because the ducks are, the ducks are going to have to sleep in that house again that night. So it's got to not smell, right? Not be... So we have fans in there. Yeah. We have... Well, we don't have fans because we don't have electricity. No, we got the Ryobi fans. Oh, yeah, the Ryobi Remember? fans. Remember? Yeah. See, it's been so long since last <laughs> summer. You forgot. <laughs> totally forgot about those. <laughs> We've got these portable fans from Ryobi that take a regular Ryobi battery, and they last for 8 hours, 12 hours, depending upon oh, whether dying. they're high or low or you got upset. But anyway... Uh, so we, we ventilate the place, but you can't paint. A whole, you you can only paint so much because you want to make sure the fumes are gone yeah. by the time the ducks go to bed. And in the summer in Maine, 
the day is very long. So if you get out there stupid, stupid early when the sun comes up and take care of it then, then which we're doing anyway because we're on a farm and the animals are all driven by the sun. So we let the ducks out and she, she likes to paint anyway, but we've got her a sprayer. Yeah. And she's going to paint a section of it that she's willing to do that she knows will vent and then vents the rest of the day. And by the time the ducks go to bed, you know, and, and eventually after stages of that, you end up with a sealed environment with exterior paint, yeah. which makes it more difficult for mold to happen. Yeah. Fighting mold is huge because it's not good for your bird's respiratory. It's not good for your respiratory and it's not good for the building. So birds are actually more sensitive than we are. Yes. So just if you can smell the mold, the birds can really smell the mold. So you want to fight that. After having ducks, chickens are so easy. Well, I wouldn't say easy, but... Yeah, they are. You don't have to do all these water features and stuff for chickens. No. But they're less personable. I know a lot of people like chickens more, but... It's a dog and a cat kind of thing. It really is. Ducks have a lot more obvious personality. They do. And then the chickens, they just do their own thing. They don't really mingle. Unless... Yeah, they're, they're like cats. Except they, you know, Baltimore did talk to me. Well, yeah. Recently. I mean, they do like watching the TikToks with me. Certain videos they'll come over and watch with me. During the summer, they're kind of, they're too busy, I guess. Yeah. I, I put a video on Facebook not too long ago because I still am on Facebook I have a lot of old friends that are still there, uh, so I, I pop in occasionally. And I put a video where I was talking about our goat feeders and how I had to cut wooden lids and put handles on them, like a, a piece of plywood with a handle on it in the top of the feeder, because chickens like to jump in there and nest and lay eggs, and the goats feed hay. And that's the goat's food. So I was talking about that in a video, and Baltimore is one of our uh, black australopes who really loves to nest in there. She just started vocalizing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you. She's like, like, no, I'm not going to take the lid off. So it was, it was kind of funny. Yeah, um, she's the most vocal we have. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you can tell it's Baltimore because she talks to you. And she has like a little white speck on her tail feathers. So that's the, that's the sealant. Of, of the buildings yeah and, and for another thing when we first got goats i didn't know what to use because you go on google and there's so many suggestions at first i use we used straw which is super expensive and a bit dusty so we used straw first and it was disgusting and then i'm just like well i don't know what to do so we went to pine sheathings, which aren't as bad. So there's a difference between different pine shavings. There's like the tractor supply shavings, the, the large flake, if you will, which I find less dusty than the smaller or the, if you get it from your local farm store or sawmill, they're a bit more dustier. Well, we got, it depends on where you're at and what they have. 
tractor supply, I would think, is standardized. They have two different kinds of pine shavings. There's the flake that we get, which is when you think of a pine shaving, you're probably thinking of flakes. The other stuff that's finer is, like, we, we get the white packages of pine shavings, which is the flakes. The other kind is finer. It's like a like a sawdust. Yeah. It's closer to sawdust than a than a flake, and it yeah, it's very dusty. It's very dusty. So I don't know understand how people can use it. I have allergies up the wazoo. So. Another issue is the the flakes because of the way because they're physically larger, they have more volume. Yeah. Whereas the dusty stuff packs in more, and you end up using more of it to cover the floor. It's true. The so, flakes are a little easier to clean out, I think, too. They don't decompose as fast, but... But they're still pine. They're still pine. And it's a nice little snack for the goaties. <laughs> Speaking of that, so <laughs> the reason we put shavings and bedding in is... So if they pee on the floor, it gets absorbed into the pine shavings. Yeah. Basically, or if they poo, it gets in the, it's not just like, and it's also when they lay down, any of them, the ducks, the bird, the, the chickens, the goats, when they well, lay the chickens, down. chickens, not so much. They well, that's roost. true. The chickens, chickens roost. We'll get the, to them in a moment. For the ducks and the goats, they, they rest, you know, and, and it's not a hard floor. It's, it's got some cushion on it. The, uh, the ducks are ground birds. So they need it more. We'll take those uh, one and a half gallon, I think, or, or no, 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 sorry, three gallon uh, rubber tubs mm-hmm. from yeah. Tractor Supply, and I'll throw some pine shavings in there, and the ducks can use it as a nest sometimes, the legs in there sometimes. We also get, for the, oh, those painting tubs. They're like wide trays. Oh, they're concrete tubs, the smaller version at Home Depot. They're meant for mixing concrete in. Yeah. But we just get the plastic <laughs> wide tub and we lay it in there, put a bunch of bedding in it, and it's easier for a larger duck to get into. And they will lay eggs in it and use it as kind of a nest because the, the bedding's thicker and they're, I guess it's more comfy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little and, bed type thing for you. I mean, you lay an egg. <laughs> you, you lay an egg that's like a large percentage of your body mass every day and, and see if you want to be... At least a little bit comfortable. Sometimes they lay double yolks. And especially if it's a duck, a Pekin duck, it's going to be huge. And you're going to go, hey, Mayo, are, are, are you okay, girl? Are you, sweetie, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, it's always Mayo. Poor little ducky. Mayo lays the most double yolks <laughs> of any duck. But you're going to have bedding. And they're going to pee and poo in it. And the next day you're going to, the ducks have more bedding that just gets chucked out because it gets wet. With the other animals, and even with the ducks to an extent, you can shovel out the stuff that's bad, keep the stuff that's clean. I mean, we're kind of the unusual. I have OCD and a nose that smells for days. So most people do not clean their animal houses out every day. Right. But I have a need. It's, again, OCD. I have to do it or else I have issues. So if you have OCD. <laughs> Don't get a farm. It's Well, it's not that so much. It's 
if you also have an almost superhuman sense of smell, it can be a problem. Yeah, it, it is a problem. Uh, now Castle is very loudly <laughs> drinking water. I know the mic is picking that up. I want to have a studio so bad, but when would we? When would we carve out an hour to sit in a room? Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. We're tired. And then the dogs would be scratching at the door anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, we we get two minutes through, and then ah, Aberdeen would be yelling. Let me in. I can't even take a shower without her pawing at the door, so. Hopefully she'll grow out of that Probably a little bit. Probably not. <laughs> so where were we? Uh, pine shavings. OCD. And OCD. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been told by other farmers that in the winter you just pile more bedding on it's top. It's called deep litter method. De oh, it's got a name. Oh, yeah, it does. Deep litter method. Yeah. So it, it's, um, you pile more bedding onto the, the bedding that's already there, it gets real thick, and it starts to compost over the winter. And create heat and whatnot. Compost, what, the compost process of organic material breaking down generates heat. It's not an incredible amount of heat, but it's not nothing. And if you have enough in the barn, then, you know, it'll, it'll take the edge off. It's not like a, a, a electric heater or anything, but it's a non-zero amount of heat that is produced. But then in spring, just imagine, imagine the spring cleaning. Yeah, everyone regrets what they've done and complains <laughs> about, took me two days to clean everything out. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. They also have larger, they have like actual <laughs> barns. We have lots of goats and they're doing this. And we just have little buildings and we're still, nope. <laughs> Not going to happen. But then what do you do with the bedding, right? So We don't know, actually. We don't. In, in, the, in the winter, I go through the back and shovel paths for the animals. So look forward to that if you're going to get a farm. You're, you're going to not only plow out your driveway, but you're going to have to dig ways for the animals to get out of their houses. Yeah, unless you can afford a snowblower. Yeah, if you got a snowblower, it's a little easier, but you're, you're definitely going to be fighting with the snow back there. We're going to get a snowblower next year. Hopefully. For now, I've been shoveling. And, and the problem is we've had a lot of ice, so with the animals, we don't want them slipping and sliding, hurting themselves. Especially or the, us. Especially the ducks. So what do you use? Oh, this bedding I don't know what to do with. <laughs> so we end up putting the bedding... In the past that I dig, but then we get more snow and everything gets covered up. So then you get you, more. <laughs> you get more, and then when it all melts in the spring, you find out that there's like three or four different paths that we've laid out, and that bedding kills the grass. And then you're like, oh man. So now you've got a section that's just all bedding on the ground. So is that going to hold the? How is that going to do with erosion? Right. So we need to. We're at the point now where we've had all this bedding that piles up and piles up and piles up, and we made a compost pile, and I tried to turn it with a pitchfork, but there's not enough hours for me to do that, and it's huge. So we, we went ahead and we've mentioned this in other episodes. We've got a tractor, and now that the snow is melting away, it's going to take all summer to move all the stuff, to build appropriate fences, open up more area, decide where compost is going to live. And start moving things and clearing it out. But we're going to have to, and we're also going to have to get filled dirt. <laughs> just 
truckloads of dirt to go over areas and plant grass and restore some stuff. And the problem with planting grass and having birds is you well, gotta, yeah. it's a battle. <laughs> it is a, a serious battle. That, the chickens especially. Yeah. A lot of times you lose, but you do it at night when they're in bed So and then quickly water it and try to cover it more, but they still find it, man. They so a certain percentage of your grass seed <laughs> is going to be eaten by the chickens. And I can't get mad because we want them to be very picky about that kind of stuff because that's how they find ticks. That's how they find fleas and other bugs and things we want to keep off the other animals. So it's basically the behavior that the chickens are supposed to do also applies to grass seed. Yeah. So... Castle, this is not the right time to play with Aberdeen. You had all day. Yeah, you had all day. Now we're podcast. We need one hour where you're not doing it. There's a, there's a lot of issues with where you're going to put the bedding and how's it going to stack up. And, and a lot of it depends upon how many animals you have. You're going to have less trouble with fewer animals. If t-shirts are any indication, people tend to get more and more and more, especially of chickens. I, I don't know other people who get more and more ducks <laughs> Except us. but there are there are t-shirts you can buy joke t-shirts that are just about buying too many chickens well it's called chicken math but the same applies to goats or ducks or whatever have you yeah so so when you start out, you might be fine and it's real easy to do and then as you get more you're gonna have to come up with systems and we're in the process of developing those systems. And it's one of the reasons we want to build community with the other farmers in the area because we want to share notes. A lot of these farmers, these small farmers out here, have day jobs because yeah. a farm doesn't make... You don't make money farming. You don't make money farming. You pay money. Uh, you, you may get a little bit if you can sell the eggs. You get a little bit back. But, but for when you're in a community that... Everyone has eggs or don't doesn't know you exist. The eggs just sit. And oh, then... we, we have... It's it's a central Maine. So many people have chickens in central Maine that the egg shortage is... It, it Maybe Portland had trouble, but up here in the, in the middle of the state... Yeah. Everybody's got eggs. And you would think I wouldn't have eggs because I have a bakery, right? But most of my customers are vegan. So, yeah, she yeah. she uses she has more <laughs> eggs. We don't buy from the store anymore, so that's another good thing of chi of having chickens and ducks. That started with the food truck. She she did one vegan dish out of her whole menu on the food truck, and she, everybody started ordering it because there were more vegans around. So the next day she came back with like I think it was two or th uh, three vegan dishes. The next day, yeah. it was two or three vegan dishes, and they sold and and then. She just had a solid chunk of her menu that was vegan, and that translated to the bakery. She started looking for ways to make products that was good for everybody but happened to be vegan, yeah. like our bagels. They taste like real ba like not, they are real, ba real bagels, but they, they taste like regular gluten bagels, but they're made with different materials, and they're, they happen to be vegan. Yeah. Un unless she puts cheese on them, they're vegan. So now we could sell those bagels to anybody and for us it, it's just a matter of casting the widest net possible but the result is she doesn't use as many eggs as you would think 
Right. Which is frustrating, but... So we end up with all these eggs, and we're, we're having trouble selling them because every farmer has eggs. And this week I'll be calling up the food bank, the local Windsor food bank, to say, hey, do you need eggs? Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe, maybe other people are doing too. I don't know. Maybe it's because we have so many ducks. I don't know. But it's yeah, just the ducks are definitely land. A casualty of war, <clears throat> I guess. Because I don't want to not have the animals, but what do you do with this product that they create? Just bear in mind, you're gonna, this is cost. This is all, like, cost. You're not going to... The, the only way to make money off these animals is if you're a true farmer, using them for meat. Yeah, and process them, which we don't do. They're all pets. I love them all. Right, they all have names and stuff. So we don't do that. So the eggs are the way for them to make money back. Now, the goats do have a benefit of... if. If you're opening up the property and you think there might be poison ivy or something, the goats will clean that out. Which last year we found out I'm severely allergic to. <laughs> I fenced out another area. We let the goats, we let everybody in there. And once everybody realized you could go past that part of the fence because it's new, they all went in. The dogs went in there too, rolled around the poison ivy and brought that back inside. And I am not sensitive to it, but Kara is. So it was real bad. My whole right side of my body, all swollen. Because the dogs are like rubbing all up on us. They, they sleep in her bed at night. Yeah. What ended up happening was she went down to find out where the poison ivy was. Like, where is it? What do I have to avoid? And it was gone. The goats had eaten it. Goats are immune to poison ivy and they will eat it. So. And it wasn't the goats who gave it to me because it was different weird areas where the goat or the... Yeah, the goats wouldn't have touched, so... It's the dogs. It wouldn't have made it's sense. At, it's at night, you're in bed, the dogs snuggle up, snuggle up to you, it, it, that's the problem. So the new rule is the goats get access to the new area for a few days before the dogs are allowed to go back there. Because they will destroy that poison ivy. Yes. Goats are your friends. <laughs> but to... As far as cleaning out their houses, it can be some work. And you also have to carry those hay bales. Those hay bales don't weigh nothing. We mark down when we cut a hay bale so that we can keep track of how much we need in a year. Except every year she gets more goats. So the numbers mean <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So this year we have the same number of goats that we had last year. So far. And I can actually use the numbers. Unless I can find a silver one. So if anyone this, has a silver we, goat. we got to figure out how much hay we need. So, so I've got like a I've got a Google spreadsheet that I'm tracking this in, and those hay bales are where are you going to put them? You need a lot for winter. You need a lot. Yeah. Because in the winter they've got nothing else to do. They nothing. They they can't forage anywhere. They're just going to eat the hay. Or if you feed them grain, then we don't. But we've discussed that before in the goats episode. Mm -hmm. But if you if you feed them grain, fine, whatever. But they still need hay, though. They still need hay. So you're going to have to store a bunch of stuff. So it's all up in our garage. It's in one of our little building storage buildings. It's everywhere, and we have to keep buying it. So keep that in mind, uh, that you're going to have to store an entire winter worth of hay. Or animal feed. Or animal I feed. Mean, for the ducks and chickens, we have it in our breezeway and... Um, Rodent-proof 
containers and then we put them in I think what are they 12 quart or 24 quart kitchen containers that are leak proof and rodent proof kitchen the kitchen stuff has really come in handy I must say like the containers and the all the stuff tubs. that all the stuff that protects you from health code also helps you keep. <laughs> it's crazy to think about, right? So, and they're cheaper than <clears throat> if you try to find storage container for dog food or something. They're more expensive, which doesn't really make sense, but whatever. So you're going to be going to your local general store or wherever you go to get your hay, and you're going to be lugging that around. You're going to be lifting it. It's in it, in the winter. You're going to be uh, just keep in mind you're going to be lifting hay bales too. Along with the water, you're going to be lifting hay bales. At the end of this, when spring comes, how much grass have you killed by putting bedding everywhere? A lot. <laughs> and go to eat grass, and that means buying less hay. There's that. So I think I think we've covered cleaning the houses for the most part. Well, the chicken house is a little different because they roost. Ours are on shelves because I worry they'll fall off. But that's just my mentality. They might be fine. She, don't we know. don't do the ladders that some people do. Well, I'd love to find a ladder, but again, expensive and hard to find. And then, But you would want them to like roost on the shelves. Well, yeah, they could climb up the ladders. But the shelves give them more room. I don't know. I, I just... I've seen our chickens fall over on certain things, and it just worries <laughs> me. So they have shelves. They're used to their shelves. And the shelves are made out of wood, but we put these stair, tre stair treads. They're like rubber. like rubber stair treads. You're supposed yeah. to screw them into a stair. Not stair treads. They're, what are they? Stair. Basically, it's a rubber, it's a rectangle of rubber with a lip on the end, and you're supposed to put them on each step so that you have a, a, a rubbery yeah. texture to step on as you're going down. And But they're super easy to clean. We clean them off every single day. We use a squeegee and a dustpan. Although the squeegee, they make, the squeegees don't, they make these days are not that great anymore. So if it's winter and it's all frozen, we have a, a she bought a, a scraper, an ice scraper. Ice scraper. <laughs> And you just scrape everything off and, or you scoop everything off. In the summer, you can spray those with the hose yeah, and clean them up. And, and I clean them with method cleaner because it's safe for everybody. And basically, the you end up with the rubber covers taking all the hits from the, duck, from, from the chicken poo instead of the wooden shelf. Yeah, because if it was on just on the wood, you'd have to... To clean it, you'd have to sand it down and then clean it. It's a to-do, right? So Everything about her cleaning process is based upon, she's very keenly aware of how long is this going to last and how fast is the wood going to rot. So she's protecting, it's all about protecting the surfaces so that they last more years than they would have lasted. And their floor, again, we have the Home Depot mats on their floor. Straw on top of that? No, there's no straw. We use a little bit of shavings. In the winter, we use more shavings, but a lot of times they just 
pack it into We still buy areas. the occasional straw, though. The straw is for their nesting boxes. Oh, right. Okay. So you don't want to use shavings in their nesting boxes. You want to use straw. We've tried, I recently tried those nesting box, uh, I don't know what they call them. They sell this weird thing where it's like a... a, a like a square you put in the nesting box. And, and it's made of some kind of nesting material. But it, it's not good. The chickens are not a huge fan. The goats tear it apart because our goats like to get into their nesting So we're boxes, back to just tossing so. straw in there. <laughs> but you want to make sure you clean those out. Our ducks, no, I'm sorry, I keep saying ducks. Our chickens don't make a huge mess in their boxes. So I clean them out maybe once every three or four days. But if there's a lot of poo, obviously, I would do it more. But for every... Every three to four chickens, you want at least one nesting box. We have one, two, three, four. Twelve chickens. No, I'm counting the nesting box. Oh, sorry. Uh, we have at least ten different types of nesting boxes for them to choose from, and they all want to be in the same one. So it gets rowdy <coughs> during the morning hours of nesting. Be prepared for your animals to completely reject things that you have worked very hard on. Yes. I've tried all sorts of different boxes and baskets and beddings. And they're just, they're little goobers is what it boils down to. Let's get into why we're tired today. Oh, We've got a, a couple more minutes before we're done. So I opened up a new section of the property. And if you buy a few acres... Year. Yeah, last year. This 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 spring is just starting, and guess what she's going to have me do? Fence out a section every year. <laughs> so I think this year is going to be a little easier. Last year, well, this year I'm, I'm going to finish out to the property line, so maybe I have the same. But you find out where people have tossed their trash. So much trash. Over the decades, people toss trash into the woods, and... We've got a couple of things too big to throw away, like that that 500-gallon plastic pool that we tried out for the ducks and didn't work out. Well, I'm going to try to sell it. So Are you? If anyone's interested, hit me up. But the thing is, we have a plan for that. We don't just toss it out there and forget it. We don't no. litter, right? right? So. And there's so much glass. There's just oh, so much glass. I was talking to somebody at a farmer's market about how I was, I was digging to level something out, and I found a bunch of glass, broken glass and bottles and other things. And she's like, oh, you have a glass cache or something, uh, as if it was an archaeological find for small houses. We're like, I, I don't care about this romanticized idea of finding ancient bottles of glass from the 19- We're not in Greece. We're not in yeah. Rome. Oh, it's from the 1920s or something. I don't care. No, it's, it's it's not. It's glass that some jerk put in the ground. Or broke. They threw their beer bottles out the window. I don't know what they did, but it's everywhere. And when it rains, more appear. <laughs> yeah, so basically we, we've noticed the places where that is. And we leave it buried. Try so, to, but then the chickens they like they like to dig. So there's always So as we as we locate them we deal with them as we go.
But as you fence out more sections of the property, if you're closer to the road where people have been, there's some ridiculous stuff that people throw away, like an old chair, different pieces of metal. There was a bunch of, uh, what was it, uh, gutter stuff. Gutter stuff I cleaned up today, which they're long. Hang on, hang on. Ugh. Aberdeen is... She never rests. Our puppy is supposed to sleep. Like she, She's trying all. to find all of the possible <laughs> things we would not want her to chew on. She has to find them right now. So I've got her. I'm holding on to her. She does she, all. In a minute, she's going to complain. She exhausts me. Where were we? All the gutter stuff I the, found Yeah. Today. So somebody was going to do a home improvement project with a lot of metal gutters. Or the they did and just left the old stuff in the yard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it was just laying there and... There's also an old wooden doghouse somebody built that we didn't get rid of, so I had to change. I had to like de demo that, and, yeah. and you know, I, I got a pickaxe to bust up and pry it open, and and a chainsaw to cut through sections so I could split it up. And I've been meaning to get rid of that for a long time. And we're building up this big pile of junk in the front that we're gonna have somebody haul off. But it well, looks like we're hoarders or something, or like that dump house you want to stay away from. So. Or, or like we're in the middle of a flip. And we, <laughs> don't we, judge. <laughs> and we don't have the dumpster yet. While I'm doing all this, or even while I'm working in my day job, writing code for a living, logging. Uh, <laughs> you are causing shenanigans, and we're trying to work. While I'm doing all this stuff, Kara will, will go out in the woods and pull things. She's only 100 pounds, people. <laughs> and she drags all this stuff up the hill and puts it in the pile. I'm like, what, when did you? <laughs> it's a lot. I thought, she, I thought you would have called me to help you with some of this. You're busy. and I. But you brought it out. I did it. It so, hurts my hand after, so I'm pretty much done for a period of time, but... Worth getting it done. So both of us were basically the legacy of previous owners of this property. We're, we're dealing with that. And There's so much garbage. We're hauling, off, hauling out crap. And, and sometimes you'll find something that previous owners have left that could be used again. And, oh, yeah, we could use this for X, Y, Z. Don't get caught up in that. Just throw it out. Just throw it out. Uh, if, if it's obviously <laughs> useful and you have the skill set right now yeah. to use it, then go ahead. But if you're thinking, I could learn how to do X, Y, Z, and then I could use that. No, just toss it. Because it'll just sit. It'll sit. It'll just sit. <laughs> Forever, for years. <laughs> then, then what, right? <clears throat> and then the next person who buys a house be like, what is this crap? And just throw it out anyway. So Yeah, I'm sure that those gutters are not from the people who owned it just before us. They're from previous. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, it's, it was a mess. So you're going to be doing physical labor. I, I, I chose writing code. I ran cash registers. I was a barista. I, did, I, I, did, I worked in copy shops and printing. I worked in a lot of places. Where I ran a cash register and a lot of places are at physical stuff. I've been a temp worker. I've loaded trucks and unloaded trucks. I learned to write JavaScript and and got a job doing that. And through 
lucky opportunities. I managed to actually land on real jobs doing that kind. So now a white collar worker, which is weird for me, but I log in every week and I do my 40 hours and I chose this on purpose because I can be 85 years old. This is the United States. People can't retire. I'm going to be 85, 90 years old, still trying to do my job. So I needed something that wasn't physical. So I chose that. And then years, you know, no, actually, I, I got into code after we were together. Yeah. So, I met you. You were working at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. here I am, like, thinking I had prepared for old age. And then, and then Kara says, we're, we're going to do a farm. <laughs> Plus side is you're getting stronger. You're going to be doing a lot of physical stuff. Downside is you're going to be doing a lot of physical stuff. It, it, mm -hmm. You're... And you're going to end up needing help. If you get too many animals and too much stuff, you're going to end up needing help. So Yeah, we're both kind of older. We're not young chickens. So. And if you're younger and you're thinking about it, you'll eventually be older. So yeah. think about that. It's yeah. not nothing. You're not just going to have stuff and walk around and appreciate it. You're going to be walking around all day with something to do. And, it's, and remember, like we said in the last episode, Holly from... Um, Waterville Farmers Market. She was, she was working for Courtney. Mar she, Pond Farm. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> and Holly said an, an older person had told her that farming was just moving things from one place to another millions of times. It's true. Very true. Yeah. So it's it's a good way to keep yourself moving if you're a little older, as long as you have the correct number of animals and you haven't gone crazy with stuff. <laughs> Stop looking at me. We're getting more. Don't worry. I'm 49 years old. Yeah. Um, so. We won't say how old I am. But I have another were, very physical job being a baker. So it's, Yeah, you're. And you're, I have a bad hand. So it, it takes a toll for sure. But we're trying to do something good here. So hopefully. And you're just hoping that you grow fast enough and well enough that you can get an employee. Like, like we, we might have somebody. Yeah, I might have found somebody, a neighbor actually, which would be awesome. So let's hope, let's hope it works out for everyone involved. Yep, we're more coming up on an hour, so more details on that. So yeah. even after I edit this down, it's still going to be close to an hour. And we've just talked about nothing and everything. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out what a real topic next week. <laughs> Hopefully you're enjoying the banter and the fact that the dogs won't leave us alone. <laughs> it's all right. It's real life, right? You gotta, we're not professionals, mm -hmm. obviously. And this is our quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> this is what passes for quiet time. Well, it was like yesterday. I was working up at 12.45, baking. He did the market for me, and then I went out and cleaned animal houses and came back in and was completely exhausted. But did I get to rest? No, I had to deal with these hooligans. So, and they want to go out all the time. And yes. And then by the time I get home, she's been sitting on the couch for like 30 seconds. It looks like I've been sitting there all day, I, but I haven't. I, I make, I always like, <laughs> you've been laying around all day. Haven't you not doing a bit of work? And, I pick on her every week, but I but I know that 
I know that she's been out there all day. Yesterday, I was just in a bad mood, too, because I was so tired. And it was raining, so I was sore, and it was just... And they just went, stop. So, the lesson is... <laughs> Don't get a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, but oh my gosh. Be mindful of how many animals you get and what kind, and keep in mind the physical labor that's going to be involved in taking care of a farm. But at least we got her now and not during the summer, because in the summer, forget about it. Right. Yeah. She's born in Aberdeen. We're back on that. Aberdeen was born in winter, <laughs> yes. and she'll hopefully stabilize. Hopefully. Or at least we'll let her outside and let her stay outside for long periods of time. Yeah. We still got to train her not to chase the chickens and ducks, so work in progress. Stay tuned for that. So have a happy whatever you're doing. Yes, have a good weekend and until next time.